1: Good morning. It's Thursday, June 21. That's the summer solstice, longest day of the year.
0: Wow, that's true. That's true.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I always like that. I don't like it when the days get short. (laughs) Well, then no, actually, I do. I like I like it when it starts getting dark and I can build a fire. (laughs) I just like it to change, I suppose. Um, And by the way, I'm Becky De Oliveira.
0: And I'm Japheth De Oliveira.
1: This is Daily Walk, and Japheth is pastor of Boulder Church. And for that reason, he prays. Not that only pastors can pray. Good, good. But terrifying. somehow, I yeah. have I have decreed it. You have indeed, this, and, I, and I shall follow. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. All so. right. Yeah. So please pray for let us. Let me
0: pray for us, Heavenly Father, for all of us, wherever we are—in our cars, uh, in our home, early in the morning. Um, lord i just ask for a blessing on today blessing on this text uh, as we reflect on it one more time Uh, give us good insight give us good application to our lives to our families to our community as well we ask in jesus name amen
1: okay we're reading from the new international version today romans 3 9 through 20 no one is righteous what shall we conclude then do we have any advantage not at all For we have already made the charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are all under the power of sin. As it is written, There is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves. Their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood, ruin, and misery mark their ways, and the way of peace they do not know. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says that those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced in the whole world, held accountable to God. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of our sin.
0: Okay. So our question for today, our recalibrate question today, based on this text and uh, reflecting on this desk is, is this. How has Jesus equipped you to care for the earth and for others? And how can we leave people in places in a better state than when we found them? And I, I really would encourage you to Read the daily walk today, boulderchurch daily, And I think it really helps you to unpack this question even more. But how has Jesus equipped you to care for the earth and for others?
1: Yeah, because Pastor Jessica writes about the possibility of a person being like a tornado going kind of through life, disrupting Mm -hmm. and destroying everything around them. And then I guess the question is really how could you do the opposite of that? According to this, this text does not seem to be very, very hopeful. No. about that with the feet and the shedding of the blood. No, the it's not. Because kicking it, people to death.
0: Yeah, yeah, because the text, as we said yesterday, and we talked a little bit about this, where we talked about how the text talks about the fact that it, it hits about our tongues and our faces and our, and, our, and our words and our relationships to God, our relationships to each other, and how we're not doing well with those areas. And so Paul intentionally grabs all these different elements to build the case to say that, look, no one is good. No one does good. And I think I like the way the NIV puts it there. There is no one who does good. Not even one. Just to make sure. Just like the ESV, not even one.
1: Well, it's interesting because we have this idea that one person can make a difference. Yeah, we one do. person doing an individual action.
0: I still believe that.
1: I believe it, and at the same time, I think it's it's not true.
0: Why? Why well, not?
1: It is true if um, cumulatively lots of one people, (laughs) single people do a good thing. But really, if you're the only person doing a thing, like with the environment, for instance, we have the question about the earth. I think I've read quite a bit of things that indicate that the stuff that we do personally and individually, you know, worrying about recycling our plastic bottles and things Uh. like that, it's good. But the the real issue is kind of massive corporations in their pollution and kind of these big, big things that we do, um, that we individually, I can't change, um, the fact of global warming on my own. That's not possible, nor can I turn the tide of, of kind of cruelty and disregard for human beings individually. I'd have to sway other people as well. I think one person can start something one person can't do it alone that's why we need communities that's probably well, that's why true. That's true. we're called to be communities of faith because it's mm. known that we can't do anything mm. much on our own
0: but at the same at, on the on the reverse side of that right is that if we don't have the idea of the individual at the same time as the community tension um, and the individual believing that they can make a difference just by trying to do the right thing then then there's lots of individuals who're just going to be kind of like well
1: yeah I'm and not i agree that it's it's good for us for our own character and development to try to do the right things. I think that makes it, it kind of spills over into everything that you do. You know, I think taking a little action, even like being careful about your water bottles, maybe that makes you more careful about everything that you do.
0: I I think so too.
1: Trying to remember to be kind to people, to care for people, um, spills over into everything else that you do. So I think just kind of even being aware of the potential that you have for being a tornado or for Mm. being a calming and a, um, a good thing in people's lives would be. I think a, some a good. people
0: are more equipped to care for the earth than others.
1: Now, why would that be? Because they care
0: more? <laughs> yeah, actually, I think because they really do care more. I think they're just like, they're more attuned to it, or they're just more like aware of, of everything that's going on. They read up on every single element of news that's going on about how the environment's been affected. And some people just. Kind of like at least they put the trash in the right bins. And, well, that's true. And Even put, just you know, like some
1: people are better equipped to care for other people. Yeah, some people yeah. are quite callous, and they just don't. They're uh, not necessarily. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you laugh like well, that? Because Do you it think be talking f- about you?
0: No, because I thought you were talking about trash. The people who don't put the stuff in the right place. So oh no, I was trash. thinking.
1: You know, we care for the earth, <laughs> and then we care for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, I think there are aptitudes that people have, yeah. and emotional intelligence is an aptitude. Yeah. But I think it's one that you can develop if you realize that it was important. And just like, I think, environmental intelligence, if you want to call it that, that could be developed if you decided it was worth developing.
0: I do like the idea that we should leave people and places in a better state than when we found them. Yeah. I, I wish that would actually happen all the time. And I, But here's the interesting thing. Is it, uh, is it something that the text actually is teaching us that we can actually do this? Uh, can we make people better? Um, is it God that makes us better? Uh, and it's God, and, and how do we make people better? Does God make us better? Do we make each other better? I mean, that's an interesting idea to, uh, to kind of roll around in our in our day to day and just think about what do we do that actually affects each other to actually raise that bar? Is it just by ch- just challenging each other to actually be a better person, or by caring for each other that we that we make each other better better? I mean. I think it's possible. I don't
1: know. I mean, according to this, there's nothing that we can do. None of us is righteous, and we basically just kill each other and <laughs> lie and. Well, actually, we the do? text
0: the text ends on verse 20, saying, "Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law." So he's basically saying, "Look, yeah, you're not going to get a free pass. You're not going to get a free pass. That's what the text is saying. It's saying you're not. You look. Don't think that because you were born and you are entitled and you feel like you just you made it." Everybody has sinned and everybody falls short of the glory of God, which he's going to get to, that famous text that we'll get to eventually, but which you, I know you're going to say it's coming, it's coming.
1: No, I think it makes sense to me because I think, you know, I can't imagine growing up in a situation where from birth you're told that you are special, that you are better than other people. I mean, in fact, I am such a person in many ways. I've been brought mm. up that way in this country and as a white American person. Mm um maybe nobody explicitly said you are better but that is communicated mm-hmm. all the time and it was very explicitly communicated that we as a country were special kind of chosen people the whole idea of manifest destiny and things like that i think that you could grow up you know i'm thinking of this in the this context of his time of feeling pretty um justified in feeling superior to other people because you have been specially and chosen by God,
0: and they had been,
1: yeah, so it wasn't even and they, delusional, and they felt on they were part. at that
0: point as well. And uh, and so and they felt like the prophecies had to be fulfilled, and they were struggling with Jesus not being that one, and some were saying he was. And there was a yeah, lot of, tension and you look
1: around and you feel pretty happy with the value system that mm-hmm. you have, and you feel nothing but pity or contempt for people who don't have mm-hmm. the same one, like how sad it is that they don't know. At best that would be your attitude and maybe at worst it would be, you know, kill them all because they are infidels or they're not doing what we think.
0: So this would be a really tough text to hear, right? For for them to hear. Well, and
1: if you've been working really hard at being perfect. Yes. And being good and you've made a lot of sacrifices in order to achieve that level of goodness, it would be pretty depressing to realise that actually all this was for nothing. But then you do wonder, why wouldn't they just turn around and say, well, then I'm not going to
0: Uh, go and
1: sacrifice in the temple. I'm not going to do any of these things. Because if it doesn't make any difference, then why should I do any of this? It's a waste of time. I
0: think they actually do ask that question. And I think we do. Oh, is that going to come up next
1: in the next chapter? (laughs) I think
0: we're going to get there. I think we're going to get there. But uh, our time is up for now. So, Uh hey, today, think about these questions. Good questions. Read the Daily Walk as well at boulder.church forward slash daily. Here's the question. How has Jesus equipped you to care for the earth and for others? How can we leave people and places in a better state than we have found them? Until then, uh, live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.